0: Good morning from Skift. It's Friday, March 19th in New York City. For daily updates in your inbox, subscribe to the Skift Daily newsletter at skift.com daily. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from TD Ameritrade. Everything's customizable these days. Your trading platform can be too. With Thinkorswim, you can customize screeners, charting, and stock forecasts so the market is always tailored to you. You can get started at tdameritrade.com thinkorswim. And now, here's what you need to know about the business of travel today. Some of the key takeaways from Skift's live business travel and future of work summit on Wednesday were very clear. The industry is going to have to engage with company travel managers, understand their organization's culture and DNA, and help them redefine what business travel means after the pandemic. The virtual event was a timely affair, hitting the one-year mark of the pandemic, writes corporate travel editor Matthew Parsons. For one, companies that have reduced the size of their offices will need to reinvest some of those savings into a new budget, which includes meetings and events. This will be important for wellness and building offline relationships. Travel managers are also sliding into other parts of organizations, some more willingly than others. Agencia, part of Expedia, reinforced the idea that the crisis in fact shook up many companies without a managed travel program, so they're now deciding to use an agency. Next, we shift focus to Greece, where a nonprofit group known as Travel Bloggers Greece is deploying to promote local, offbeat destinations as Europe lags in its vaccination rollout. Greek islands like Mykonos and Santorini are beautiful, but not many people explore less obvious grounds, like Epirus, home to the sanctuary of mythical mother goddess Dodona, writes editor Reem Abdel Tourism in Greece has suffered one of its worst years in modern history, but the coronavirus crisis has given local bloggers the chance to reinvent their approach by exploring these less chartered territories. Travel is not about ticking the boxes or taking that perfect Instagram shot. It is all about connecting on a deeper level," said Elena Sergeyeva, co-founder of Travel Bloggers Group. What sets this group apart from today's typical influencers is their passion for writing and extensive experience in tourism and hospitality. Next up in China, the story for much of the pandemic has been that it would lead the hotel industry's recovery from its catastrophic collapse last year. But that comeback isn't as far along as some of the upbeat investor call takes would have you believe, writes hospitality reporter Cameron Spirits. Hoteliers in China hit a notable roadblock due to winter flare-ups of new coronavirus cases, particularly in northern parts of the country. This led to regional lockdowns, which are significantly stricter than the U.S. approach. Occupancy rates in Chengdu went from a high of 71% in November to 30% in December. Marriott's occupancy rates in Chengdu and Qingdao fell to 20% this winter, the company reported on an investor call last month. The U.S. also saw occupancy rates decline from around 50% to 30% nationally due to its surge in cases, but the decrease happened over the span of several fall and winter months as opposed to a matter of weeks. Unlike the U.S., if there is a flare-up in China, cities get locked down, said Patrick Scholz, Managing Director of Lodging and Experiential Leisure Equity Research at Truist Securities. For more travel stories, head to skiff.com. To find these stories and more insight into the business of travel, subscribe to the Skiff Daily newsletter at skiff.com. Spoken Layer